It's 13 to 7. I spoke this time last week with the New South Wales Local Government Minister, Shelley Hancock, a good lady, knockabout lady, and we talked about hoarders, remember? Not people buying up toilet paper, rice and pasta, hoarders in the suburbs, people who collect rubbish. They go out each day and collect garbage, bring it home and store it in their lounge room, their front yard, their bedroom, and in some of the worst cases, hoarders have been crushed under their own rubbish. Mummified bodies have been found beneath piles and piles of junk and neighbours have to move to get away from the filth and we're told, oh, there's nothing we can do about it. Despite councils spending as much as 50000 a year on legal fees in a bid to stop hoarders, they say they're powerless and they're calling for tougher powers. Now, Shelley told me last week, she's the local government minister, she'd look into us for us and I said we'd get an update from her and she's on the line. Shelley, good morning. Good morning, Alan. How are you? Oh, not too badly, Shelley. Have you done anything to solve any of this rubbish? Yes. Well, look, it's been an interesting week on many other counts, but certainly on this one, because I've discovered that in 2016, a parliamentary committee actually looked into all of this, into the hoarding problem, uh, realised that there were lots of things that should be done, uh, but haven't been done. So that's the interesting part for me, that we actually had a committee look at it, realised there are weaknesses, but it fell through the cracks, I guess, with the 2015 election. I don't know. What we're going to do is actually call back all of those recommendations, put them out to the councils involved. But, you know, you know what the frustrating thing is? There are five separate orders that council could use to actually have waste removed whether it's involving animals or waste or whatever it is. But then the owner of the residence can appeal to the Land and Environment know, Court for that 28 days. And if the, issue, the fine is it's, issued, it's just ridiculous. It back and forward to the courts, it's just a joke. It is. And, it, you know, council can't even go into a residence. So if there are reports of hoarding within and without, uh, if the resident says, well, no, you can't come in, I don't give you permission, then the council can't go in unless they get then a search warrant from the police. So this is actually, thank you for raising this, because I wasn't aware of all these complications before. I'd seen it, but I didn't know about it, so I'm onto it now. And I'm going to, you know, my my department is going to communicate with the councils involved, um, and we're going to see how we can bring... Well, I hate to saying those. this, I hate saying this, but you just need tougher legislation. I hate reaching well, exactly. out for legislation. I, I hate that. I but at the same time, everything else yeah. has failed. I mean, I mentioned last week, and for the benefit of our listeners, there's a house on Malabar Road at Maroubra, worth about $2 million, do you mind? There's a washing machine on the veranda, five cars mm. out the front, more metal than a scrapyard, and rats yep. galore, and the yep. backyard is worse... And neighbours say it's nothing short of depressing and revolting. And Mm. if councils remain powerless, I mean, can neighbours sue for a loss of value in their own home? Well, you know, it's about suing the owner of the the house, I suppose, at the end of the day. Do they have any money? Are they going to get any money? I think it's about tightening up that enforcement and the orders that can be issued to the homeowners and the fines uh, before it even can be appealed in the landed environment court. That is bizarre. I mean, I know there has to be appeal, oh, but, uh, you know. Come on. These are people suffering next door. But how long, how, uh, Shelley, how long have we been talking about this Bombalus family at Bondi? For years and years. How long? I mean, time. that's yeah. right. The home and the yard's packed with rubbish. Locals have told yeah. stories of the woman walking the streets at night, collecting trash yeah. so that they could yeah. sift through the bags, looking for something yeah. that caught their eye. Waverley yeah. Council pursued them through the court. The Bombalus family used the appeals process that Shelley's yes. talked about to hinder yeah. council attempts to clean up the property. And there we are. They're still there. Okay. 
Well, we've got a we've got a challenge in front of us, and uh, I'm going to be reaching out to those councils. I'm going to be looking at those recommendations from 2016 from the parliamentary committee to see if they've got any merit, to see if we can actually tighten this stuff up. You know, it's just a joke. Yeah, it is a joke. The thing is that we've got so much government here, haven't we? And you've got limited control over the local council. Um, mm. Local councils are given powers. Do they exercise the powers? People roll their eyes and say, well, councils block more projects than they approve. Oh, well, I, look, I think councils are actually tackling this problem or trying to tackle the problem. It's about me trying to find more power for them. I don't think they have adequate powers. Uh, and I think they would love to clean up every situation, every problem. But, of course, it's, it, as you say, $50,000 here, $40,000 there to, for, for a fine to be yes. in. And, and in a democratic what? society, what right does the neighbour have? Apparently none. None. I mean, no, I mean, they can complain, uh, and there are orders. There is one of the six orders that are available which uh, suggests that, that the resident put up screens or plant trees to protect the neighbours. Oh, well, that's not going to... Awful, awful. When yeah. do you reckon you'll have something more concrete and more specific? Well, I want to go out to the affected councils in the next few weeks where at the moment we're actually reviewing all of those parliamentary recommendations. And the, my agency, Office of Local Government, is right in the middle of COVID, as you know. But I've asked them to actually uh, maybe dedicate one or two people to actually look at those recommendations and see what we can do. On yeah, the next I'd weeks, love to get a copy of those. I'd love to yeah. get a copy of those recommendations, oh, if you could, Shelley. Yes, sure. Yeah. And look, I just will send them to you. Please do. And just before you go, I, I am going to talk to Andrew Constance, but we've had all these reports today about the weather and this cold front coming. Mm -hmm. Here are people mm. in the south coast, as you know, still living in mm. tents after the bushfires. Mm -hmm. And now on top of all of that, they've got this cold front. Some people yeah. are going to do it tough, aren't they? They're certainly doing it tough now, Alan, before we even yes. get a cold front. So yes. people are living in little caravans and uh, not so much. I haven't seen them in so much. In, I mean, they're choosing to live in tents if they want to on their own blocks, but uh, that's not going to be great. Tough uh, stuff, isn't it? To rebuild. It's tough stuff mm, in the tough. middle of COVID as well. So Absolutely. things have slowed down. Yeah. It's awful. It's awful. Anyway. Thank you for what you do, Shelley. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk Appreciate again soon, eh? Thank you for what you do. Not Thank at all. You. There she is, Shelley Hancock. Lots of difficult. We don't understand the difficulty. Just imagine owning a home next to one of these people, storing this stuff, hoarding stuff, mummified bodies, piles of junk, and neighbours saying, well, we can't live with the filth and there's nothing we can do about the filth. You're kidding me, aren't you? Governments everywhere. Never, what do I say? Never has government been so big and bloated. Never has it been so useless.